Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Teresa Rowe. To find out more about Shape by Faith and Teresa Rowe, please visit shapebyfaith.com or visit the YouTube channel, Facebook, or Instagram. And now, here is Teresa Rowe. Welcome to Shape by Faith, where we shape our bodies and hearts for God's purposes. I have a very special guest with me today. Her name is Andrea Lindy. She's the author of Life After Lupus. She has battled both lupus and Graves' disease. She's regained her health using natural methods, and she journals her experience from illness to health, sharing exactly what she did to get well. Andrea writes daily prayers and meditations and offers online Bible studies. She has written over 100 songs, authored a number of books, and spoken to many about her recovery, and she resides in Denver, Colorado. Welcome to Shape by Faith, Andrea. Thank you so much for having me, Teresa. Pleasure to be here. Absolutely. And I have your books right in front of me, and I've read them. Um, I've read Life After Lupus, your second edition. Um, it is amazing. Um, for one, it gives so many uh, different insights and revelations in how we should eat and how we should do certain things. And people just, they need, they need to be reminded of that. But before we get into that, I want to hear about you and um, what your life was like before lupus, before that diagnosis. Sure. Well, it was lots of fun. I have to say I was a pilot uh, teaching people how to fly and learning and gaining more ratings and, and all of those things. And it was super exciting. Absolutely loved it. I was on my way to the major airlines and um, and then at some point there just rushing around, uh, racing through this life, not caring for my body, not caring for uh, my spirit. I my body just broke. But I, before, before that happened, it was absolutely a blast. That's about what I could say, flying airplanes and hopping into different ones and all different times of the day and in different weather. It was always exciting. You know, I, I grew up with airplanes. My father was a um, controller and he was the manager of our airport. And um, so, I, you know, we walked to the airport and I, I was always around planes and he was also a pilot of a, not a commercial pilot, um, like, you know, he would fly a Cessna and I I remember living out in Omaha, Nebraska and he flew out there by himself and I was so worried about him and, you know, there's nothing to worry about. So, um, flying is amazing. Uh, I would imagine when you're flying as a pilot, you feel so close to heaven. You feel so close to God. Um, there's nothing quite like it, is there? No, no, there certainly isn't. And I think that's one of the things that was such a blessing, such a joy um, for me every time we lifted off, you know, that we left the world behind and kind of flying in the heavens, if you will. It was absolutely an amazing experience that way. Yep. And I think most pilots will tell you that it's a very spiritual experience uh, being up there in the sky. Okay. We're going to talk about... um when you were flying home from a trip to Hawaii, I want you to describe what happened to you when you were with your husband. Sure. So we had boarded the plane and we were flying commercially um, just as passengers. 
And as we took off, we were, we were in Kauai, just a short hop over to Honolulu. And all of a sudden, I just couldn't catch my breath, could not breathe. And I tried to slow everything down. I had no idea what was happening, but again, it was a short flight. I didn't want to alarm my husband. So said nothing, but we landed in Honolulu and, and sought out medical advice as soon as we landed. Okay. So the symptoms, all right. So when you landed and, and you got some medical help there, um, the symptoms you experienced on the plane, it was just kind of like the launching pad into your health problems. So what other symptoms did you begin experiencing? Sure. So yes, once we got back to the mainland and started back to work and all of that, um, just that sensation, that breathing sensation of being unable to catch a breath. My stomach was in severe distress. Fatigue is huge with autoimmune. It's, it's, it's unlike any fatigue that we experience normally, except possibly after we've moved that last item out of our house when we're in a big move kind of thing and we are so exhausted we can't hardly see straight. That's what it's like to wake up every single day. So kind of like the flu, um, having the flu every day. Some days I felt hot, even even though I may not have been running a temperature, but low-grade temps were pretty normal as well. Headaches, achy joints, uh, dry mouth, dry eyes, just about as uncomfortable in every space that a person mm. can be uncomfortable. Yeah. So your body was just completely run down. I yeah. mean, you felt like you were out of gas. Okay. So what other help did you seek to try and figure out what was happening to your body and, and why it was reacting the way it was? I did just go the, the normal way in terms of um, my my doctors, you know, in regular doctor's offices and, and that type of thing. I ended up in the emergency room a bunch of times, but I wasn't getting any better. Like every time I went to a doctor's office or a hospital, I came out worse with something. Mm. And so the community, the aviation community was really encouraging me, go to a naturopath. And this was mm-hmm. a long time ago when they weren't a dime a dozen back then, but um, I did seek out a wonderful naturopath. And, and my story is absolutely divinely guided. Every single person that I saw was truly amazing. And, and I, I say that when I first saw that naturopath, that was the start of healing, if you will. Okay. Well, you know, God does give us direction. Um, I love that verse in Proverbs 3, 5, 6. It talks about, you know, he will direct our path as we acknowledge him in everything that we do. And he certainly had his hand on you. I know it had to have been very frustrating for you trying to figure out what was going on here. And you were seeing doctors. Did they, um, when you saw physicians, did they believe you? Like they understood what was going on? They absolutely believed me. They didn't understand that was such a myriad of, um, of symptoms. However, the first allergist I saw he had interned in a lupus clinic, which that was just another blessing. And when I found out I was dealing with that autoimmune type thing, um, that's when I then sought out the, the naturopath to see if there was a way to healing. But they believed everything. It was just kind of misdiagnosed all along the way. A lot of people who do have lupus are coming down with it, or get that hypochondriac type diagnosis because everything hurts. You know, everything mm-hmm. is, is out of whack. Yeah. What was your diet like at the time? Like when you're, you know, you're feeling like you were, what were you eating? Very poorly. (laughs) I was eating on the run. I was working full time and flying in the evenings and on the weekends and staying up less late to take tests and all of the things that one does. So, I mean, I could be found in bed at nine o'clock eating Lucky Charms for dinner, grabbing fast food. I know, right? It was just (laughs) all wrong. Just so wrong. Um, And it's no wonder my body just failed because... Uh, I was eating all the fast food and, and, uh, just trying to 
do the short-term energy things with coffee and, and yeah, just all the bad things. Right. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about your hate, your faith during this testing period. It was definitely a testing period. I believe God that, you know, his word says that we uh, will be tested. Our faith will be tested. What was it like for you? Well, I knew something big was definitely happening because it just about happened overnight where one day I could walk and the next day I was having trouble walking and just surviving. And so I knew something big was there. I grew up in a pastor's home, so I was, you know, a Christian, but I wasn't necessarily living that Christian life. So I really have to say that these three years that I spent getting well, that was uh that was a wake up call. God's wake up call saying, Hey, I'm here. <laughs> and I took it. You know, I hook, line, and sinker. I I leaned in and I sought after what God had for me during that time. And and we know God can heal us in an instant. Mm-hmm. I needed more, though. I needed that length of time to come back to him fully spiritually, to surrender completely um, and and just lean into him. So um, that's really where I was at during those three years, seeking for sure. That's good. Okay, we're going to take a really quick break here. When we come back, we're going to hear more from Andrea Lindy. So everyone stay tuned. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. WOMI, Owensboro, 99.1 FM and 1490 AM. Welcome back to Shape by Faith. Andrea Lindy is my guest. She is the author of Life After Lupus, but she has a lot of other books as well. She's written a lot of songs and um, she does online Bible studies. So she is one busy lady. We're talking about um, lupus and life after lupus. So Andrea, how many years did it take for you to find out your diagnosis? About a year and a half. Okay. So through a year and a half, were you seeing the naturopathy during that time? So I saw him for the first 90 days and he did alter the course of the rest of my life truly with um, what he was doing. I basically, I was on a liquid, liquid supplement because I couldn't eat anything by that time. And so I stayed on that for about three months. And during that three months, I had occasion, well, I had, I was buying now this liquid drink at a warehouse because he couldn't keep enough in stock for me. And I met there a woman who I only saw one time and she referred me to a doctor that uh, wasn't too far from where this naturopathic physician was. And he's the one who really led me through the entire process then of healing and wonderful. He's a regular medical doctor, but he did treat with however the patient needed. For me, I needed natural supplements. I was allergic to every medicine that they tried to prescribe. And so we could have prescribed that, but we didn't. We opted for the natural way. And he had a little apothecary in his office. And I would go home every time with a bag full of wonderful supplements. And over time, you know, it took that long to heal. Well, again, that's, you know, God led you to the right person. One person leads you to the next person and step by step, you, you found your way, um, and you knew what to do, you know, after a period of time. But let's kind of break down what is lupus. And I know you described your symptoms, but maybe, you know, if there's other symptoms and you also talked about how it affected the body, but just kind of break down what is lupus. Sure. Well, lupus is where is a, 
disease where the uh, the immune system can no longer tell what is a foreign invader or not. And so where um, you might be fighting a bacterial infection with lupus, your body doesn't know that you're not that infection. So it's literally attacking you and it grows significantly, like the number of antibodies that are attacking one's own body. So I had a ton of antibodies in my blood that were just constantly at work trying to attack me and, and, and ruin me, if you will. And mm-hmm. so that can show up in lots and lots of different symptoms. But in addition to the symptoms of what just lupus is and like flu-like and fatigue and those kinds of things, you can also experience, which I did, a number of syndromes which by themselves, so let's just say um, Raynaud's syndrome, it's where the, the blood vessels don't work all that well. And so it ends up where, you know, you're not getting blood flow to your extremities. So my hands were always cold and spotty. My feet were always freezing. Um, Sjogren's syndrome is, is a syndrome, is the syndrome where if you actually have the illness would be rather dangerous because all of your glands for um, saliva and, and eyes, the, the, fluid in your eyes, those all dry up. And mm-hmm. so it can get dangerous. Now I had all the symptoms of a lot of different syndromes. Mm-hmm. So um, it felt just as bad, but they weren't technically dangerous. And so, yeah, it can be complicated. Lupus itself can be complicated with a whole myriad of other things. I, I was also diagnosed with fibromyalgia along with it. And um, so like all those kinds of pains that can go with, with fibromyalgia itself. So mm-hmm. just the immune system, flipping on its side, upside down, and just uh, really attacking your, your own body. That does not sound like a good time. Okay, so, <laughs> but there is light. There is light at the end yeah. of the tunnel. So is there a main cause for lupus that people can I put th- their f- finger on? I think well, it, lupus, well, I think a couple of different things. Um, one is that it's it can be hereditary. And in my family, there is some autoimmune already going on. Like you can kind of follow it up the bloodline. And my cousin actually was diagnosed at the same time I was with lupus. So definitely can run in the family. Um, I think we're, we all have a natural bent, if you will, to some sort of illness. For some people, it's cancer that runs in their family. For other people, it's heart. So you know, we have this natural sort of bent. And if we do all the right things, then our bodies don't suffer illness. But when we do some of these things that that are not healthy for our bodies, when we're under a significant amount of stress, when we're eating poorly, we're not paying attention to our spiritual, we're not paying attention to our bodies, um, then our bodies are going to start reacting. And that whole disease is really just dis-ease. Uh, that played out fully in my life. Okay. So obviously you had to change what you were eating. You talked about going on that liquid supplement, but after that, did you ease into food and what was that for you and and what do you eat now? Sure. So at the time I I couldn't eat really anything at all, but I, so once on that supplement that I was uh, giving my, my intestinal tract, my stomach a rest which our bodies do need a pause. It, it, it helps um, relieve some of the stress in our bodies. But after that 90 days, I started adding in steamed zucchini. Okay. And, and that was fine. It was There was no sugars really in that. Um, I couldn't still eat fruit for a very long time just because of the sugars. So um started with the steamed zucchini. And then I started cooking in a wok, which made things taste very good. And it was really vegetables, just onions and zucchini, broccoli, cabbage, carrots, um, those kinds of things and cooking that in the water. That's, I ate that for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for three years solid. Wow. And I, yeah, I mean, just that's what I ate all the time. And little by little, cell by cell, my body healed. Wow. Okay. So let me ask you this. <laughs> Did yeah. you get tired of eating the same food or were you okay with that? I didn't. It was really grace. 
I, that's all I can say is every time I made it, I craved it. Mm-hmm. It was what my body needed. And, and even the drink, um, it was interesting. The woman who told me about the doctor that I did end up working with, she started asking me, how do you like this? And I told her, I absolutely loved it. She said, really? And I said, yeah, what do you like about it? So I, we talked for a long time and she said, a lot of people just don't, they very much dislike it. And I knew that God had put grace on that as well. So I thoroughly enjoyed those two things. And for 10 years, I stayed a vegetarian. Um, yeah, it was, and I'm back in that space again. Uh, I know my body is is feeling so much better just eliminating. I think when you eliminate other foods, you're automatically eliminating things like dairy and sugar and, and things that can adverse wheat, um, those things that can really adversely affect our health. So vegetarian plant-based is, is my best diet, is my best uh, eating plan. I would love to learn how to cook in a walk. Um, Andrew, I'm not that good at cooking and I love what you just, I love all the veggies you just mentioned. Actually, I make those uh, about four times a week for myself. My husband's not a big veggie eater, but, um, we need to talk afterwards because, um, sometimes they can get too mushy. So, you know what I'm saying? I, I do. I, I need to learn how to do that. Um, now in your book, you say that your pregnancies helped correct the disease. How, how is that? Yes. So this can be a touchy subject for some, but lupus is an extremely hormonal disorder. And so I noticed my body starting to just be a little funky, if you will. Once I, we got married and I started taking the birth control pill and I, I really go back kind of that far when I think about when was the first symptom, Uh, you know, what was it and when, when did those symptoms occur? I started becoming allergic to and never had been before penicillin, amoxicillin and Within the next few years, I was taking Benadryl. By the time I was 25, I was taking Benadryl all the time. And I really think that that um, kind of man-made hormone, if you will, that interrupted the natural balance of my hormones. And I ended up with endometriosis, terribly bad. Had to have a couple of operations there. But once I had children, no more endometriosis. And with every child, the my blood count went down. And by the, my third one, I went to a different doc to deliver and she said, well, there's your blood levels are perfect. Andrea, they, hmm. there's, there's no lupus here. So, um, so it's, that was, that's been my experience or was my experience, if you will, is that there was a hormone disruption. Mm-hmm. And then when, you know, my body really corrected it as I was pregnant. Now, some women, their hormones get disrupted when they're pregnant right. and that imbalance. Yeah. A lot of women find out they're pregnant or they're, they have lupus. Uh, during their pregnancy. But for me, it was just the opposite. Oh, wow. Okay. We're going to take another quick break right here. We'll be back with more Shape by Faith. Everyone stay tuned. Same the cabinet doors and more studio. This is WOMI Owensboro. Welcome back to Shape by Faith. Andrea, you are giving us such amazing information. Um, you just talked about your diet and um, some of the things to avoid. Let, let's talk about um, some of the household products that you learn to avoid? Sure, absolutely. I was, a lot of these things, you know, we don't know until we have to know, until there's a need to know. And I had no idea how things, um, sanitizers and different chemicals in terms of even what I was using to brush my teeth and shampoo and all those kinds of things, how that affected me. And um, it still does. So I just deal with that by by finding products for my home, for my personal care that don't have chemicals that can be very toxic to our bodies. I mean, 
pre knowing this, I was cleaning my bathroom with both bleach and ammonia <laughs> thinking, <laughs> um, yeah, it's a recipe. I know, right? Like no wonder I had to take Benadryl all the time. Oh. So, um, just a recipe for disaster. Exactly. But I, I learned differently and we, there's so many alternatives now that people can certainly uh, look into that for themselves and find things that don't have those harsh chemicals. And, and one, one ingredient in particular is called sodium laurel sulfate. And that's in pretty much everything that has suds. It's a soapy. It just makes the suds, whether it's in toothpaste or hand dishwashing or whatever. And that, when it absorbs into the skin, which it does, when we're putting it in our mouth and shampooing our hair and whatnot, it turns into estrogen. So it, it, there's another imbalance of hormonal there that we don't need to, um, you know, toxify, further toxify our bodies with. So I would just encourage anyone who's dealing with autoimmune to find alternative chemical free products, both personal care and household, household products. That was huge. Huge, huge, huge for me. That is fascinating. I mean, I just don't think about things turning into estrogen that we use, you know? (laughs) So can you give us one small tip on where to go to get these natural products or can we find them in our own communities? So great question. Um, (laughs) I, I shop from an online store that is, this has been the safest for me. And I actually buy all my supplements there as well. And it's so affordable. I I talk about it as being like a a whole food store on a Walmart budget. Just absolutely love it. I think there's, it's a a bit, I know there's some semi like clean products out there on shelves. You just have to do research and find out if um, I know on the, so here's a tip. Okay. On the ingredient label, on the label, there's ingredients, but manufacturers don't have to put all the ingredients on those labels. Oh, wow. And it goes back, yeah, to the 1950s. It's more proprietary. It was actually protecting companies so that no one could steal their formula, if you will. But mm. now it doesn't protect us. So that's unfortunate. So it's absolute do- due diligence. I am happy to um, share some information on that. I don't know if I, you know, if I should do that live here or not, but um Sure. But definitely connect with me afterwards and I can share that. And if you want to share that with your people, you're more than welcome. Absolutely. Let's talk about your spirituality. Like how did God help you with that, the healing process? And and what did you do spiritually to help heal? Sure. Great question. Some people had led me uh, a long time ago to some books when I could do nothing else but just and barely read, honestly. But I did seek out um, some great books that led me on to a spiritual journey that honestly, I didn't know I was lacking. And when I did that, then the next book came along in the next book. But as I sought more diligently my relationship with God, um, he just showed up everywhere as he does. He's so gracious to uh, even when we've, you know, kind of going a different way to pull us back and, and compasses our, our path, which I, I talk about a lot. He compasses us with his love. And, and then as he did that, I started really finding some visualizations that worked for me to get well. I knew then the power of our thoughts. I didn't, I couldn't put pinpoint where I learned that. I just intuitively knew it. So I would imagine, you know, I had a parasite in my belly and, um, I, I imagined a little, <clears throat> video game going on back then it was pac-man and all these oh, yeah. little yeah all these little guys shooting all the the parasites so that was one thing that i did but then i i found some other things for me like i imagined um everything was dark you know closed my eyes and i would imagine jesus just standing with his arms open in a white robe and it was flowing and i just imagined his healing power i asked for his healing power 
to be upon me. I mean, he healed every person on this earth when he was here. There was no one he rejected in that way. And so I knew he could heal me, even if it was just me in my mind, you know, believing it and praying for that. And I also um, had a visualization where I visualized those healing waters, those sparkling waters we read about in the Bible, just flowing throughout my my, my whole body and um, would do these things often. And, and it, it's amazing how, how our, our spirits just get reconnected with God's spirit. And he became so alive. And then getting into his word, um, which I read every single day and, and, and feeds me spiritually every day. We do need to be fed spiritually as well as our bodies do physically. So continue that relationship with, um, with our loving, loving God. That is so good. You know, power of thoughts, like you said, um, they are powerful. Your body follows your thoughts and, mm-hmm. you know, you are what you think. And that, that was, that was really good. Thanks for um, bringing that up and sharing that with us. So tell us about your other books and your devotionals. I mean, you've written a lot. You've done a lot. I know we've been on lupus, but I really wanted my audience to hear what you had to say so that they could also get help. But tell us about your books and devotionals. Absolutely. Well, about 12 years ago, uh, I started a deep dive into the Bible and God really showed me how to read it. I can't even explain how. I had a deep desire to learn more about Jesus. And so, I mean, I knew he was my savior, but I didn't necessarily know him as a person who was here on this earth. And how did he show the, the spirit of God within him as he walked this earth? So I, I do a daily read of um, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. There's always a chapter in there. And then I read something in the new and then a couple of chapters in the old. And I've done that for about 12 years. And somewhere inside of that time, um, I started writing prayers. I, I read where in Psalm 5, verse 3, it says, um, David wrote, um, Every day I make a sacrifice. I write a prayer to you and I wait for you to respond. And one day that just jumped off the page. And I wondered, you know, if God would, I mean, King David's a pretty big guy. <laughs> I wondered <laughs> if, uh, if God would in fact answer me. So I started writing prayers. I have composition books full of prayers that I've written over the years. And then God started calling me to write devotions and sharing those. So I, I do have a lot of devotional journal type type books. One is to teach people how to write prayers through the scriptures. And so that's called the 90 day prayer journal. A lot of people really get fed by those prayers that I write. And I'm like, how do I do that? And it's mm-hmm. literally reading, uh, reading the word and, and going through that process. So I share that. I just released a book um, called um, reading the Bible cover to cover in 365 days where there's something to read every single day. And I've uh, actually accompany that with a daily podcast as well to help the reader get through the Bible and learn and glean as much as we can as we go through. And, and then my last devotional I just um, published literally last week is Meet Jesus in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And that, that is a devotional just through the, through the Gospels. Um, it's a devotional, a journal. And I always, the way that my books are, are set out, we do, um, we always write out gratitude at the beginning and intentions at the end. I, I believe the, the heaven opens up to us. Uh, we, we sit in God's presence as we are grateful and thankful. And so that's always uh, generally a part of the, the books that I write as well. So have a lot of those things available on Amazon for people to go through. And, and the main, I know my mission is to, to help people draw closer, closer to God. That is so good. And your website is believinghim.com. So um, everyone check out Andrea's website, go to Amazon and check out her books. And Andrea, you've been a lovely guest and you've been so informative. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Ben, such a pleasure to share with you and your audience. Thank you. And thank you for listening, everyone. I'm Teresa Rowe. Have a blessed day. 
Thank you for listening to Shape by Faith with Teresa Rowe. Remember to visit shapebyfaith.com to find out more about workouts, the TV show, podcasts, blogs, Shape by Faith products, and much more. From the Cabinet Doors and More Studio. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.